0: This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, The Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hill to Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Revelation chapter 4 from verse 11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. Why? For thou hast created all things, and all things for thy pleasure they are, and we are created. All things we are created, including you, to give God pleasure. So it's all about Him. We are created to give God pleasure. Someone would define. A bad feeling as a pain. Pain is bad feeling, but pleasure is a good feeling. You are designed, created by God to give Him pleasure. Your entire life, your family, your business, everything that He has blessed you with. That is why it says, that "Whether we eat or drink, we do all to the glory." of God so if a man's life falls short of this you are falling short of God's expectation for you because when he created you created you to give him pleasure and nothing more it is not about you it's about him about him that was why jesus had to come and pay the perfect sacrifice he paid the price why so he could reconcile all things everything Read the book of colossians you see the be thrones principality things things visible things invisible all things he paid the price with his blood So there could be reconciliation. For a life that has gone outside of God's will. Jesus Christ paid the price. So you can be reconciled with him. That you begin to give him glory. So important. And then we mentioned also. That it starts. When you give your life to Jesus Christ true pleasing God comes when a man repents of his sins and you receive the perfect sacrifice that Jesus Christ that God has provided for you to atone for your sin and bring about that reconciliation so when a man is in Christ he's a new creature and God is pleased with you God is pleased with you We saw it in the, you know, when Jesus Christ was being baptized. He had done nothing. Not not performed miracles. Not cast out demons. No works whatsoever. When he was being baptized, heavens opened. And then God spoke. Heavens opened. Holy Spirit came down. And then God spoke. This is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. In whom I'm well pleased. So God is pleased with you already. As a son, he who is in him. He said he came to his own, his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them, God gave the right to become the sons of God, even as many as believed in his name. So it doesn't matter where you are coming from. It's the right that he confers on you that makes the difference. You might be born into a Christian home, it doesn't make you a child of God. It doesn't matter whether you are a Muslim, does not matter whether you are a Hindu, whether you are a Buddhist, an atheist, it does not matter. That doesn't count. What counts is the right that God confers on you when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Pastor and Savior a right to become the Son of God. Our other version says, power to become. So it is in your being. And it's a work of grace. It's not through your effort. Hallelujah. So God expects us to please him. This has nothing to do with the love that God has for you. It does not have, it has nothing to do with the love that God has for you. God's love is unending. God's love is eternal. God's love towards humanity cannot be quenched. It says that while we were yet sinners, that was when Christ died for us. So He loved you when you were a sinner. but you must give him pleasure many people whose children are disobedient to them many parents still love their children but they do things that do not please them your daughter, your son can be disobedient to you doesn't mean you don't love that person it doesn't give you a feeling a good feeling do you know what it means when you have a child that is obedient and he says, "Jide, do this." He does it. Read your books. He reads his books. And when he's coming with the results, he passes. A serious student. The father will be happy, very happy to call him. But if I have a child who is disobedient, even your tone on the voice of your voice on the telephone will, will change. Say, "Can I speak with him?" You see, you see. He started again. He started again. You will not read your books. <laughs> But is this is someone who gives the Father pleasure. He picks up. Sometimes parents pretend just because of Jesus, so they try to suffocate the feeling. Say, "No, I will not react." Maybe the guy is schooling abroad or schooling very far, and then you keep having cases, problems. You will not concentrate. You will be joking, playing with it. When you pick up the phone, sometimes you want to just snap and just you know, then you hold yourself. from the tone of the voice you know and from your heart you know the same way too we are created to give God pleasure to make him happy every aspect of your life and that is why the place of obedience is so important if you must move fast and fire in him hallelujah praise the name of the Lord praise the name of the Lord praise the name of the Lord so God is pleased with you as his child is pleased with you as a son and he has given you A plus it's only God that could do such a thing hallelujah passing you without an examination can you imagine this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased just because of relationship so God respects relationship And the relationship between you and God should not be taken for granted. In fact, you can exploit it to the good of God by living a life that is pleasing unto him. How do we please God? Jesus Christ says something. Says something very powerful. I want us to open our Bibles very quickly. First John, First John chapter 3 from verse 22. And whatsoever we ask, we we'll receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Have you seen it there? Have you seen it there? This was Jesus Christ preaching. Whatso- this was John rather. Whatsoever we ask, We will receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Pleasing in his sight. John chapter 8 from verse 23. See what Jesus says here. Book of John. And he that sent me is with me. The father hath not left me alone. Why? For I do always those things that please him. Have you seen it there? I do also always. Always. God is not only a God. God is also a father. And many of us don't understand the father side of God. This is the father side of God. And most of us have been brought up in homes in which our father has mismanaged the concept of fatherhood. So we don't understand what a father, but if you come from a home or brought up from a home, you know, that that concept is revered. That concept, the fatherhood thing, you know, is highly esteemed. You understand God even more. The love of a father. The interaction of a son and his father. Every time you make your earthly father happy, sometimes you just ask him. Sometimes, even before even asking him, he calls him, This guy, make me up. Please come, enter the car. Let's go out together. It takes you. I remember the first time, you know, I am. Um, I am. Um, I boarded the plane but because I pleased my father in school concentrate do my work every time I got him involved or he got involved in me so after exams I'll bring my papers and show him and then we'll go through all you did very well you can do more My first report was ninth in class one. Second one was third and then second. I didn't leave second. I had second position about how many times? One, two, three years, four years. About 15 times. And my father wanted to compensate me. He said, son, you will fly to Lagos. I had never been in Lagos. I grew up in Jos. Joseph is more laid back. When I traveled to Lagos, I see everybody, you know. Everything was just too fast. Pa pa pa. You no, know? so he bought me a ticket. The ticket that time was fifteen naira. I think fourteen naira or fifteen naira. Fifteen naira ticket, Nigerian Airways, and then he called my uncle, said my son is coming. I was too excited because I'd heard many things about Lagos. Marina, Victoria Island, Maryland. All these wonderful names. I'll be thinking, oh God, when will I ever go to Lagos? I want to go to Lagos. I love Lagos. You know, when I got to Lagos, I got to the beaches. I was so scared because I'd never seen water like that in my life. When you come from the north, you see water like that, you'll be so scared. I say bar ah, beach, and then something confused me. You know the sign going to Victoria, then Victoria Island, Ikoyi. So I said, "Ah, sorry, Ikoyi." Say Ikoyi is confused me for many years. Huh? Think, how many of us know that sign? Ikoi is Victoria Island. Ikoi is Ikoi. So Ikoi is. It took me time to understand. Was Island I S? I-S. <laughs> you know that place, that bridge, yeah? Huh? Victoria is Ikoi. Victoria is Ikoi. No, say Victoria, then is Ikoi. I'm not thinking that. Victoria is Ikoi. Victoria is Ikoi. Victoria is Ikoi. Say, what is Victoria is Ikoi? When I got there, I was a little bit disappointed because I've had marina and all that. I saw everybody just... By the time I flew back, I went around, I was so happy. When I got back to just I see people were doing slow motion. I don't see all the cars moving slow. People were just on the street. (laughs) But honestly, I thank God for that powerful experience. All because I pleased my father. Paul was speaking that we have fathers of our flesh and our heavenly fathers. He is the father of our spirits. If your earthly father could do that to you, how much more your heavenly father? When we please him, when we please him. So your entire life is meant to please him. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord praise the name of the Lord so how do we please him last week we said to please him being born again you live the life and do that which is pleasing unto him to make him happy you win souls you can get the series or you can go on our podcast you, can, you know can have that and listen very carefully to the message when we win souls we give him the glory he's giving us when you give it life to Christ he gives you a ministry called the ministry of reconciliation when you win souls to him when you bear fruits and then this morning I just take one as we continue this series God expects also for you to grow. Somebody say, please grow. Say, grow, 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 grow. Tap tap in and say, grow. So, growing, growing, when you grow, pleases God. Something that is pleasing unto him. I want us to open our Bibles to the book of Colossians chapter 1, from verse 10. It says, that ye might walk worthy of the lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God second peter chapter 3 from verse 18 he says but grow in grace and in the knowledge of of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory. To him be both. Be glory both now. And forever. Amen. So you want God to be pleased with you. God does not want you to remain a babe. He doesn't want you to remain. On the same level. He wants you to grow. Just like a child. When you give birth to a child and the child is messing up, you even like it. I was so excited. My wife was more excited when we gave birth to our first son. Say, Oh, I see dumb poo-poo so she can clean it. People, imagine parents will fly from abroad. Some of them will fly from the village, some of them will come from Lagos to Abuja just because they want to clean the poo poo of a child. It gives them joy. I remember some of one, they call it omugo, right? Uh, but just imagine now that that child that is supposed to grow I don't know how many grandparents see me like this I'm behaving like a child that the parents will say they have come to do a Mughal and it's something that they are happy to do no because he expects that you grow it brings pleasure to him you grow you cannot afford to you 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 must mature in him. Says something on on Wednesday that when my child was, you know, when they, they grow, sometimes we expect them to walk, and um, also they get to a stage where they pull everything down. I mean, of us understand what I'm saying, okay? So when they pull things down, they stop pulling. They jump on the chair. At that time. Your house cannot be arranged, I mean for certain. If you try to arrange your house with all your you, 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 and you'll be very happy. So they pull this thing down. Jump. But just imagine someone who is 12 years, 13 years, or someone like me at my age, I get into your house and I'm jumping on your chair, I'm pulling everything down. I will be a huge embarrassment to my parents. The same way, too. Some of us, God forbid, but we have become an embarrassment to God and to the work of the cross that He did for us because we are not growing. We need to grow. And you need to grow in grace. What does it mean to grow in grace? What does it mean to grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ? What does it mean? When the Bible says, grow in grace. Does it mean that grace increases? Is that what it means? The thinking. What does it mean to grow in grace? Is to mature in grace. To mature in him. And this thing happens when you give yourself to some certain disciplines. You eat the word of God. You meditate upon his word. You pray. You listen to his word. We allow the Holy Spirit to deal with you. And you now begin to mature in Him. Some of us have been in the Lord for 10 years. And our age in demonstration is just like 6 months. And God is not pleased with it. Because He expects that you mature. So my people, help me say, grow in grace. Say, "Growing grace. So say, grow in grace, please. So, when we grow in grace... What is grace? You see, when the praying and the reading of your scriptures, Bible stuff, and all these things are very good, and fasting and all these things, but in themselves, they are not the indicator that, of, of maturity. No. Why? Those things they are a discipline. That exposes you to the work of God in you. So, when you expose yourself to God, it's not what you are doing, but what God is doing in you that makes the difference. And that is grace. Hallelujah. That is grace. So, God expects us to grow in grace. To grow in grace. When you know... That is by grace that you are saved. By grace you are sanctified. By grace you receive the seal of the Holy Spirit. By grace you walk. Is a work of grace. Hallelujah. So everything about what God has come, has done for us in Christ Jesus is by grace. It is not by your own effort. So growing in grace Means what? Means you understanding you as as long as you keep to you you understand what that grace is, you know you you appreciate the work of grace in you, the impact of that grace grows in you, Hallelujah! Something happened to the Galatian Christians. Let's open our Bible to the Book of Galatians chapter three, from verse one to three. It says, "Oh, foolish Galatians!" Who hath bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified amongst you? That is the work of grace. He was crucified for you. He says, This only will I learn of you. Did you receive? Say, receive ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are ye now made perfect by the flesh? It is not by your own effort. That is what it is saying there. How did you receive the Holy Spirit? You only just believed. It is a work of grace. So, you were brought in to this relationship by grace. Works can't keep you. It takes grace for you to continue. That is what it is saying there. How come now you are thinking... Is by your effort. How come now you are thinking is by your performance? He wants us to grow in grace. You begin to appreciate. Listen, the more you begin to appreciate what Jesus Christ has done for you, the more you understand what grace is, and the more the impact of that grace in your life. For me, I've come to understand that legalism, I mean Christian. I might say, ah, you know those days, we are so strong in the Lord, eh?" everybody. No, I discovered that. When when I discovered it, I just entered into rest. What I do is to expose myself and every day, I keep understanding what this, the meaning of this grace. I say, Holy Spirit, please open up my eyes. Give me revelation. Because the more I understand it, the more I appreciate what Jesus. And that is why, When you preach the word of God without Jesus Christ in it, it is dead completely. Because it's all by grace. We need to understand it. So spend time. We begin to mature in that grace because the grace of God is infinite. When Jesus Christ came, paid the price, that grace can't increase because it's been done already. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! It cannot decrease because it is set forth already. What you need to understand is for you to begin to appreciate it. Say Thank you for what you've done for me. You paid the price for me. That is grace. You knowing the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might become rich. That is the work of Grace the price. So you grow in your understanding of what Jesus Christ has done. And as you continue to grow, you continue to understand Jesus more and more, you begin to look like him. Hallelujah. I pray for someone here this morning in the precious name of Jesus that your life will not be a disgrace. Oh, that amen sounds paralyzed. If you are the one that Jesus Christ is talked about, say a very big amen the precious name of Jesus so you came in by grace you are sustained by grace hallelujah not by your own effort you grow in grace say grow in grace say mature in grace hallelujah and that is exactly what Jesus Christ wants from you that you please him when you grow praise the name of the Lord it's wonderful to serve him it's wonderful when we give when our entire life Gives him the glory. We are created to give him pleasure. Paul says something. Henceforth, we do not live for ourselves, but we live for him who died for us and rose again for us. Because the love of God constrains us puts us in the position that we understand that if one died all we are dead and if he rose, he rose for our justification and that is the work of grace please help me appreciate what Jesus Christ has done appreciate what Jesus Christ has done appreciate what God has done appreciate the work of grace appreciate the work of grace I appreciate the work of grace. Let's sing that song. All the glory. In your presence. In your presence. We give you all the glory. Give you reverence. believe you have been blessed by this message to download this message please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer for any inquiries call 08087 000004 or visit the life center at number 20 colorado close off dame street maitama abuja you can also visit our website www.rccgthroneroom.org you are highly lifted highly favored we